0: We're back right now. I think we're back right now. Okay. Let's, let's let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Yeah. First of all, the gunshots are going off. Right? Yeah. The gunshots yeah. are going off. The Knicks <laughs> are on a three-game winning streak. Knicks beat the Pistons 109-90. to We're over 500 for the first time. First winning streak since 2013. Yes. Three-game winning streak. Fourth in East. Stand up. Let's hit the gunshots one more time, man. we also got a shout-out World Wide West. Come Shout on, out let's do it. let go. go. Let's we're go. Julius Randle, 25 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, 1
1: block.
0: RJ Barrett, yep. 21 points, 3 assists, 5 rebounds, 1 steal, 1 block. Nerland is the well filling in for, for Taj. Yep. No Mitch with 8 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks. Derek Rose put Elf on the shelf, gets you 14 points. Alec Burks is back in his <laughs> bag from back in the day when he first signed with the Knicks. He's getting 10 points in 7 minutes. Everybody's contributing. The Knicks are on. A winning street, come on, man. Come on,
2: man. Gunshots,
0: gunshots. What bro. are we gunshots. doing? Yes, yes, They yes. say we gunshots overreacting, tonight, man. You hear, you hear what they're saying, you hear what the streets are saying, guys. Man, they say we yo, overreacting. Yo, ESPN we should be are happy. mad haters
3: on ESPN. Oh, oh my god, mad haters so on ESPN. It's so
2: interesting <laughs> when we're not doing well, they got stuff to say. When we're doing well, we're overreacting. Come on, man. The Knicks fans deserve this. We haven't had anything to be excited about for years, po- at least post-mellow. And even during the mellow, we haven't had anything to be excited about for years. Let's years. Go. I'm celebrating. Exactly. I'm celebrating. Guess
0: what? I'm overreacting, too. Let's go. <laughs> I don't care, man. I don't care. <laughs> Sue me. Sue me. We haven't had that much to be excited about, and now I'm excited. You're not calming me down, man. This is our time right now. This is Word. our time. Exactly. I don't know what's going to happen after this all-star break, but I'm joining this win today, right now. You live for it today, damn. Exactly. And today we're looking good, and you know what? The future is looking bright too. And I didn't even introduce you guys. Let me introduce you guys. Hold on. Let me
1: calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Let me calm down.
0: All right. First and foremost, you already know who this is, man. Mister Reliable, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and
3: the facts, man. Righty's in the building.
0: Damn right, he's in this building, man. Also. OG from KOT, my guy Edson Sean, he does songs with Redman, he's a musician, but he's back to talk some Knicks with us today,
2: you know who it yes, is. Yes, yes, yo, I am super excited, man, you know, in, in the beginning, it started out a little slow, but, you know, the Knicks right now are doing what they're supposed to do, they're putting away teams that they're supposed to be beating, for me, that's a huge difference that we haven't seen in a long time because we were one of those teams that would play up and down to the competition. Now the worst team in the league, who is this? We're gonna this is light work. That's that's what I'm you know, I'm I'm loving these. I'm loving this team right now.
0: I'm loving this team right now as well, man. You know what let's get into let's, let's get into an actual breakdown of the game because i'm still hyped i might break down into hypeness in the middle of the, uh, breakdown <laughs> just because i'm still hyped but what's we'll, us get to an actual game breakdown right now okay so the knicks they're coming off a back-to-back thriller um 140 points they scored against the uh the the, the pacers yes and it seems like you know since elf has been in the shelf he's been injured it seems like offensively the knicks are starting to put things together right mm. But it's on, on a back-to-back you don't know what exactly is going to happen, right? Because, you know, it's a back-to-back. It's a Pistons team who's not really well. This can easily be a trap game, and we did not fall into a trap. First quarter, we didn't shoot well, but we shot, right. you know, we had five threes going in the first quarter. And surprisingly, the threes was, was keeping us afloat. But more importantly, the defense throughout yes. this whole game consistent is what really kept us afloat, all right? So, um this is what, that's what I really saw from the first quarter. But you know what? I'm going to pass it over to Ryan. Ryan, give me some takeaways from this game. What else did you see?
3: Well, like Edson said, said earlier, like the Knicks are putting away teams that they're supposed to put away, which is what I like. And of course, coming from back to back, you're worried about because they said that going to Detroit, the Knicks came in late. So you already know they didn't get much sleep. You know, there wasn't much preparation going into the game. But the fact that, you know, these guys came out, and they were like, you know what? This is a team we're supposed to stomp out, and they stomped them out that's what I love. And out of all the players last night, the most player, the player I was most impressed with was RJ Barrett because RJ Barrett to me seemed like I like, I love what RJ Barrett just plays within the offense. You know, he doesn't force anything. Like it just comes to him, you know, whether it's off movement, he gets the ball and finishes at the rim Mm -hmm. or he pulls up for, or or he pulls up for a mid range jumper. Or if he gets a wide open three, he shoots the ball. Like I feel like RJ Barrett had a very impressive game last night. And I just hope that, you know, this just,
0: Hello, do we do we, we miss uh, you?
2: I think he's a little frozen. Okay, well, well, you know, <laughs> uh, piggybacking <laughs> off that, you know, I think RJ is, is is really finding his sweet spots in the zone. He's mm-hmm. they're they're really consistently starting to because right now that was the mo like throw the zone at the Knicks and they'll they'll fall apart. But they're figuring out how to bust that. That mid range is what's saving them. Derrick Rose's mid range rj's mid-range right he's not afraid to pull up and hit that that little baby jumper that that right now is what's it's what's sealing a lot of these victories yeah quiet as is kept i know some knicks
0: fans have been kind of low on rj barrett and then and but and and it kind of been wishy-washy but if you step back and get a complete picture of what rj barrett has done the entire season we've realized that he is better than last season and He's quietly been getting better in every shooting category there is so far. Like, Ryan, you know how it is. I'm checking clean and glass every week for our Nick of Time shows Mm. and weekly recap shows. And I keep saying, I'm looking at R.J. Barrett's numbers. I'm like, all right, the mid-range numbers are starting to creep up because before it's below average. A few weeks ago, Ryan, I said those, bled, those mid-range numbers are creeping into the white. And what the white means is he's getting average. He's shooting at the average rate for shooting guards in that position from the mid-range, short, mid, and all mid-range. And as of today, Ryan, I can proudly say that he's no longer in the white. He's trending in that orange section, cool. meaning okay. he, he's, he's right. climbing. Like right, right now, he's in the 66% talent short mid, 72% talent in the long mid. All right. Yeah, so yeah. what does that tell yeah. you? He's getting a lot more comfortable mid-range. All season long, the Knicks have been seeing zone. Um, they haven't handled it well in, in the beginning, but now they're getting used to it. And yeah. he's picking his spots and picking apart those zone defense, like you guys were saying, and hitting those mid-range shots mm-hmm. with fluidity. Also, at the same time, you know, yeah, he's, he's not forcing himself at the rim as much as he used to. And his rim, the, the shots at the rim are still low. 47 percentile for somebody in his position but that's climbing up as well and but one of the most astonishing turnarounds to rj barrett's game this season right now is the three point percentage right now man he's on the 77 percentile um for shooting guards and i, I feel like it was, i saw a stat that said in the last six weeks he's been shooting 48 percent from three let's so, go so, yeah. co- so, I mean, <laughs> so P- I keep saying people to be patient. This guy's only in his second year. He's only 20, and people are calling him a bust. They're trying, they're trying to include him in, in trades, which I understand no. like, why, because you, you're excited to see new guys and new blood in here, but you have to realize where he is in his career at this young stage. You want to keep him long-term just because that exactly. production at that price point, you know, um, is going to benefit us long-term going exactly. forward. That's how you build sustainability as a team when you have exactly. cheap talent who can produce at a high level at, exactly. for long-terms at a long period of time. And, yeah, R.J. Barrett definitely played the Robin role perfectly yesterday. Took advantage yes. of a, a Detroit team who really couldn't match up with them. You couldn't know what hang. I
3: mean? They couldn't hang. Couldn't nah. Hang.
2: Is, is it me? I mean, as a whole, the Knicks seem to be getting better. As a three-point shooting team, not great, but they're starting to, to 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 improve the three-point shooting team. Where you know, at least yesterday, they, I mean, maybe it was something in the water. Maybe maybe we need to figure. Maybe less sleep is what they need. I mean, from the three-point line, they did very well. And then defensively, man, they were all over Detroit,
3: all over Detroit.
0: No, no, you're you're absolutely yep. right. Oh, you, you want you want you had some stats in the facts, man. You had something for us.
3: I don't remember the exact position, but they did talk about it. They said, like, within, like, the last couple of games, the Knicks have been shooting very well from three-point range. And I think right now, I, I don't I don't want to say I'm 100% sure, but I think they said the Knicks are top 15 in three-point percentage at the moment. Yes. I think they're, like, 13th at the moment.
0: No, yeah, you're right, John. right? At, at this point, they're 13th in percentage from the three-point line before we were towards the bottom. I think we were 29th, 28th. We've climbed that to 13th. Let's go! As of yesterday... Um, we shot fifty percent from three yesterday. And it's funny because all you know all these last couple of months we've been talking about who are we gonna get in because we need three point shooting, who are we gonna get in because we need more shooters, and we've been getting better from within this whole time. If you're My looking at team. if you're My looking team. yeah if you're looking at the three point percentages of the guys who touch the ball the most in uh, you know, RJ Barrett and Julius Randle, as of today RJ Barrett is shooting. As I'm looking 34% from three, which is amazing considering where he started from in the beginning yes, of the season. Exactly. exactly. He was in what, the, t- the mid 20s in the beginning yeah, of the season?
2: Ex- exactly. Yeah. You gotta give Jack his jacket, man. Like, RJ is putting it at work. And, you know, I think once he starts putting it, now that he's not forcing it at the rim, when he does go to the rim, he's so strong, man. He's so strong and, and is able to finish after contact, realizing like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm impressed with RJ. I'm team, I'm team keep RJ, uh, you know. Now
0: I'm, I'm I'm definitely team keep RJ at this point for and uh, um and it's not even just RJ that's been shooting better at the ring that's contributing to that you know 13 percent rate right now. We also have Julius Randle who's at uh 41 I believe 41 percent as of now and before yep. he was dropping. I remember, I checked these numbers, Ryan. You know I checked the numbers weekly on where yes. the shooting numbers are and a few <laughs> weeks ago, Ryan Julius Randle was around 36 percent about two to three weeks ago.
1: Crazy, and man. now yeah. he's yeah.
0: at 41%. <laughs> he's, he's he's we're watching
2: guys get better in front of yep. us. And it's he's, pay- <laughs> he's super locked in too, man and then you know the fact he played what 40 minutes in the Pacers game. Mm-hmm. And in a back to back and still what 25 points like I mean I think it's not it's a testament to good solid coaching, coaching staff. Yep. These guys are in great condition. Like, you know, we've seen the Knicks coming back-to-backs and and are dragging and lethargic, but, like, yes, they didn't even look like they had a game the day before, or they came in late to Detroit, like...
0: Well, you know what? I I will say this. I will say this. I mean, the offense looked a little sluggish because they didn't really shoot well yesterday um, until the third quarter, and and let me give Julius Randle some love right now, because this is why Julius Randle is all-star Julius Randle this year. Like, he... He at this point, Julius Randle is playing enormous minutes. He's giving you around 40 minutes a game. We'd have no Taj Gibson right now because he's injured. Right. You have um yeah. Mitch Robinson, which means the load, the, the workload for Julius Randle is increasing. But what he's done so so brilliantly is he's he's coasted. He's coasted. Yeah. If you're watching the game, yeah. um, it's the Pacers game and the Detroit Paint game, he's coasting on offense. He's all he's doing is he when he's when he's um backing people down in the post he's not even backing people down in the post with the intention to score he's backing yeah, he's people down the people. post looking for people yeah. he's looking for um Reggie Bullock to um to come around and shoot that three he he's setting screens for Bullock to get that little 3 point, or three point shooter from the for the curl play like he's setting people up for that first half and that's yeah. all he's been doing for the last two games and then he realized you have these guys like plum you can't hold them um he's taking <laughs> advantage He's taking yeah. advantage he's when he needs to. 12 points right. in the third quarter for Julius Randle, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's what All-Star does. And and not only that, he on the defensive end, he he's um he's taking a step up, man. Two steals and a block from Julius Randle. When's the last time you really even seen Randall had a block? But exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then he he gave Grant a hard time. Like this guy is so big. You he, people, you know, you have these flashy stats and steals and blocks. But he starts, you have to actually look at positional defense as well, and that's what Julius Randle is doing. He's he's so big that he's able to move his feet um, and keep big guys in front of him when he's when he's put to task to do it. And he's coasting on the offensive end and playing great defense. And that's why um, a, a lot of why um, this Knicks team is playing well, and that's why we're – Number one in the league and in top two in the league in defense, right? Let's go. Let's I mean. go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. for that, man. I'm hyped, man. The Knicks are back again and we're relevant, man. Go. We was only supposed that, that, that. to win 22 games this season, bro. I mean, you know, exactly. I mean. Let's go. Go ahead, Ryan. I know you wanted to say something.
3: No, all I was saying is that, you know, seeing the Knicks play defense right now just remind me of 90 Knicks basketball. Like that's how that's how defense, that's you know, that's those Knicks teams of the nineties, that's what they were known for. That defensive style of you know, the, the defense style of play and seeing them, you know, play, you know, great defense at the moment. It's like it just brings back those ninety vibes. Right. Now, I get you. It's definitely Brandon up the 90 vibes. And, and, it's, and Fizdale could never, man. Fizdale,
0: basically had the same team that we had last <laughs> yeah, t- last year. We were dead last in defense last year. And all of a sudden, we were
2: number one. Come on, He doesn't. He, it, it's apparent that he, you know, it's like when you have that teacher in school that you could just kind of run over. They want to be like yeah. friends with the students. Yeah,
0: accountability.
2: But f- Tibbs is not that. Nah. <laughs> is clearly not that he's like go out there give 110% which you can see on a defensive end and I think that's what I noticed most about the conditioning like on a back-to-back usually the defense is the thing that suffers and yes they didn't shoot well but they defended very well yesterday um yeah yeah now nah, I agree
0: with you and OB OB <laughs> I don't know if y'all guys heard OB getting scolded last night <laughs> oh yeah! <No. laughs> you didn't hear Obi. Didn't hear him screaming Obi all night. Obi knows about <laughs> it. Obi knows he accountability. I was,
2: I was watching. I was doing something. So I was watching the, the game on mute, which sometimes. So my uncle used to do that. We would listen to like jazz music and watch the game on mute. Oh, you
0: can't do that. <laughs> nah, yeah, now nah, nah, Listen,
2: this. it's a different Ooh. experience. Try it at least once. But I was so, but so I didn't, I didn't hear Ob getting screamed at.
0: Nah, he he's, he definitely got a tongue lash. He got extra minutes yesterday with with those guys. that I played nineteen minutes yesterday, um, only took five shots, and you know he didn't, you know he 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 didn't look all the way comfortable all the time. The spacing was weird, but you know right. we'll, we'll get into that in a second. Before I even get into that, and yeah. Ob and Derrick Rose. I'm going to shout out the chat man. So shout out to everybody in chat rocking with us on the after party. This is the Nicka Time Show after party. I'm doing the show with CP and Ash um over there on Fan TV. This is the after party where we, we we celebrate these wins or even if it's a loss we talk about those too right after right, the game. It right, usually right. happens the game after, the night after, or if it's an early game I'll do it later that night. So stay tuned if you want to talk with us, uh please like and subscribe to the channel. And you can be able to talk to me, Ryan G, uh, Edson, Sean, Raws over here also a lot of times. So definitely check us out after some games for some post-game action, all right? Yes. And we just shout out everybody in the chat real quick. Shout out to Fritz Alessandor, Mm. um, who's always rocking with us, editor, writer, everybody for the KOT Show. Shout out to you, Fritz. Jean-Marc, Rich Jim, man. Good to see you, Rich. I haven't seen you in a minute, yo. Good to see you, Rich Jim. Junior Karoma, UBG, Jean-Marc. I already... I shouted you out already, Mike okay. Uno, <laughs> and everybody else who's rocking with KOTL. I'm loving the activity in the chat. Salute to you guys and Rafael Burgess and AO Palio. Shout out to AO you too. I, I know you, I saw you hitting me up on Instagram, man. Shout out to you as
2: well. He's want to ask, him, ask for our fourth member. Yeah, yeah, ex-
0: ex- exactly. Yeah. Now let's talk about something else that's happened. Um, there's been like this is another subplot, another sub story in in this uh, matchup, and that's uh, I would say Derek Rose versus Dennis Smith Jr. It's not much of a versus to me, but <laughs> right. Right. Not much of a to me it just looks like Derek Rose took his cookies today, yeah, or yesterday. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> Uh, Ryan what did you think of that, that matchup what, what what could you tell that how did you see how
3: did you see that bearing out I mean the only thing that was really apparent to me was just the fact that Derrick Rose is a better point guard you know like the Knicks made the right move when they traded Derrick Rose and when they traded on um, DSJ for Derrick Rose like you know they went against each other you know usually you know in games like that you're expecting like you know when the guys are going against his former team, like the team that, you know, didn't want him and trading him away whatever the case may be, you were expecting that, you know, maybe DSJ would have came out with some fire and desire as, you know, uh, what, what Clyde Fraser Using would your say. your quietisms, i thought that, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and possibly come out and, you know, you know, play hard against the Knicks, but Derrick Rose said, nah, F all that. Derrick Rose showed, like, you know, this is what you're missing with me not on the team right now. That's basically what he was showing Detroit and... Yeah, Derrick Rose just dominated that matchup, and and to be honest about it, that's why that's what I expected. Derrick Rose is a better point guard than DSJ. DSJ is not even close to Derrick Rose at no point in Derrick Rose's career. So, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, the game yesterday, man, Derrick Rose was just able to blow by him pretty much at will.
3: At will. There was yeah.
0: a, there was a play where he went behind the back off of the screen. And oh yeah, he got a, a one handed layup, and I was just like, Oof. yeah, it's, yeah, it, it, it was looking terrible. But I'll say this though. The DSJ does put put up a little bit more effort on the defensive end. He's got like a block in his steal yesterday. Um it's been a couple of assists. He looked a little bit better than he usually does, but it's still obviously the right decision that we, we, we brought in um Derek Rose for Dennis Mitchell was obviously the right decision for us um moving forward. Um and to me, he fits in a lot better than Alfred Payton does with that starting unit. You know what I mean? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. It's, and it's become blaringly apparent. And now th- I think a decision needs to be made, you know, when oh, Alfred Payton comes back, you know, Derrick Rose a, is a good fit in that first unit. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, he's a good fit in that first unit. And because he's a seasoned veteran who's also improved his shooting, you know, it's a better fit. Alpha Payton, I think, will be good coming off the bench. And I've always thought that he was a bench point guard, not a starting point guard anyway. But
0: Now, I, I agree with you there. And if you look at Derrick Rose's numbers as well, because I'm, I'm looking at the Detroit numbers versus New York numbers, I was worried about him going to the hole. But um, his his numbers at the rim aren't good as of yet as a New York Nick. I can see those numbers going up if he's playing with the first unit a little bit more because yeah. it seems like he – I don't know. It just seems like he has more of a role, or he just fits in better with, as of the day with, with the first unit. Although I do think that he, you know, he um, runs the second unit well as well. I think he seems to fit in more seamlessly with the first unit. Um, his his mid long his long mid range game is pretty high. He's in the 92th percentile as, as a point guard for his long mid range game, as you kind of alluded to, Etan Sean fifty seven percent, and that that has been dropping at a more consistent racing, uh, more consistent basis. Also, Mm. the corner three, too. He's been shooting the corner three at a 50% clip. I mean, not the the corner three. The three-point shot, he's been shooting around a 50% clip. So, as of today, with Alfred Payton now, he's giving the Knicks a little bit more spacing in general. And um, even the pace is picked up. Even though I I can't really say that the pace is on Derrick Rose because I do think that that practice time that the Knicks had, they've been practicing, um, you know, picking up the pace. In the practice, I do realize they've been running more yes. even when Elf was in there, so I'm not going to give um, Derrick Rose the complete uh, uh, this is you um, stamp that we're, we're running the pace <laughs> faster. Right. But I do feel like in general he just passes the ball a, a little bit more. Um, he's more willing passer. There was a nice touch pass that happened yes. in the game with um, yeah, Julius. Yeah, to Noel. Yes. Yep. Julius Drenos. Durand- yeah. Mm-hmm
2: who I must say uh, is improving his hands. He's still got a little butterfingers sometimes for me. Yeah. (laughs) But but he's he's getting better. He's got some putting something on his palms or something. But yeah. Exactly.
3: Yeah. He, he got he got to put a stickable on his hand like Dwight Howard yeah, did. Yeah, got got to put get, a him on the hand.
0: Yeah, head. and it, exactly. <laughs> but as long as he's playing defense at this high rate, I'm I'll let him slide on that. And we're gonna get right, to right. you. No, we're gonna get to. We're gonna give Noel his flowers too. Don't worry. We're gonna give Noel his flowers too. But with Derrick Rose too, like the defense he's playing right now, like as you alluded to um, earlier, Edson, is, is it me? Or he, does he just play better defense
2: under tips? Yeah. Whenever. Yeah. That's that's my answer. Yes.
3: <laughs> because
0: when Derek Rose was here the first time, this he was, was not none of that. Nah. that none was
1: not that.
3: happening. It wasn't, it wasn't the same guy, man.
0: Definitely wasn't, wasn't the same guy. I remember doing shows where we were just pulling our hair out, thinking, why is this guy such a turnstile on the defensive end? But as of right. now, he's getting blocks and steals and poking the ball from behind. It's yeah. like we had a
2: derrick Rose clone. Like, this is the real Derek Rose. This is who we were expecting to have.
3: Exactly.
0: Yeah, but what else What do else, else you expect when you have, like, Hornacek and them guys uh, coaching? But what, it is what it oh, is. Oh, man. It's a uh. gunshot. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> 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 <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Trying to run a triangle with Derrick Rose. That was, yeah, yeah, nah.
3: just- it was you know, yeah. come on. Yeah, man. that was an L right there. That was definitely an oh, L. God. A- yeah.
2: but- Times past. I'm so glad we're past that era.
0: Absolutely, Absolutely. For real. <laughs> So, speaking of Derrick Rose, like this has been a shift that has happened, right? Mm-hmm. Derrick Rose from the Derrick Rose has gone gotten out of that second unit into the starting lineup, and now you're seeing this starting lineup um, being run by Emmanuel quickly. Yes. Uh, Alec Burks, and even as of now. We have Frank Villaquina back in the fold, right? <laughs> Frank yeah, is back. something that Knicks fans wanted. Like, how is that? How has that been looking to you so far, man? It's only been a couple of games since we've seen
3: a, a Derek Roseless second unit. Well, I'll say this: like, I do feel like with Derek Rose in the starting lineup now, it has freed up IQ in the second unit now. Mm-hmm. So I think IQ, you know, he can be more effective offensively with him running the show with that second unit and also with Frank in there now, I love, I love the intensity Frank plays with on defense. Like that is what, you know, he brings to the table. And honestly, like if I look at all the players on our squad, like besides Noel, like Frank is pretty much our best defender. He's our best perimeter de- no, defender he, by he, far. He's our like,
0: best team defender for, for, sure, yeah. for
2: sure.
3: Yeah. I mean, he had a bad game offensively last night. I, you know, I'm not yeah, going to, yeah, but, but defensively, he definitely shows what he brings to the team, and I already, I already know that probably when Payton comes back, he Payton's not gonna be benched. Like Payton's going to play some type of role when he comes back, you know. So more than likely, I see Frank moving back into, you know, right in the bench when Payton comes back. Me. But, 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 it's going to be interesting because I don't know how long Payton will be out for. But if Payton continues to be out and the Knicks continue to win like this. Like Thibs is gonna have some tough decisions to make because you're not gonna because you're not gonna want to mess up that chemistry with the players you got out there by bringing in another player who wasn't a part of that you know win streak or whatever the case may be. So, so but but overall like you know IQ I feel like Rose in the starting lineup and then IQ running that second unit though is the move right now.
0: Uh yeah, and I agree with you there. And I'm gonna say this about this whole patient Peyton situation. I heard he was close to coming back. I, I heard he mm, was close to coming okay. back. So at this point. If I'm the coach, I'm I'm just sitting him out. I'm just sitting out these last two games. There's only two games left. Frank has only played a few games. Um, he's had two good offensive games or okay offensive games. Right. Um, the defense has, has definitely been there for us better than, you know. Sometimes you just forget how good he plays on, on the, yeah, end, on, on the defense. Because you just haven't seen it out. in a long time. Right, right. But at, at this point, um, if I'm Tom Thibodeau, I, I keep saying this. There's only one person I know. That Tom Thibodeau loves more than Elfred Payton, and that's Derrick Rose. <laughs> yes.
1: <Right. laughs>
0: like Derrick Rose, he's got that man of MVP. He's, he, he's coached him so far, and he's gotten him to like, you know, co- conference finals and things of that nature. So there's more trust built in Derrick Rose. So mm. I'm not sold on the fact that Payton Payton's gonna come back and start. I'm not sold mm. on that. Um, <laughs> will he be on the bench? possibly, what I really hope to happen is, and it's just because it's, just, cause, it's just, just be me, just being a fan and seeing what's happening. What I hope to happen is we frustrate Alfred Payton by not giving him playing time. He raises <laughs> no <laughs> trade calls and we're able yep. to package him with <laughs> like, like I, Austin I, Rivers I, and maybe a, a second round pick or something I knew That's what you would for a shooter or yes. like a Terrence Ross or a herder or, or
2: something. Something, like, something to help us. That's what I hope. It's so funny. It I was I was having a talk with uh with Justin Sweeney, who's been on our show a couple of times before, and we we were saying he was saying that exact thing, like package him and Austin out of here, you know <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we know you know maybe
0: they'll Austin has just dropped a fifty piece in the bubble, so they, the, even though he's not playing, they could s- teams as playoff teams you could still see some value in that, and also of course, picks. of course, of course, yeah. And, and it's not like Alfred Payton has had a completely bad. You know, season with us. You know, he's actually had a pretty decent stretch. Even though, to us, for for me, it, it, I still feel like he does. He's not what the team needs going forward. But he still had a pretty decent stretch. So maybe there is some value with him. It's just like whether we're gonna put him on a playoff team or not going forward. You know what I mean? So yeah, that, that's that's really what it is. And and I'm a, I'm gonna extend. I'm gonna keep talking about this second unit as well. Um, when it comes to the second unit scoring. I will say this. Derrick Rose, be, I want to see IQ be the lead point guard in that second unit. Yes. Um, And that's why I like separating him and Derrick Rose. But there's also a little bit of a concern at times about the ball movement and mm. OB Toppin because the benefit of having Derrick Rose in that second unit was that we started to see OB Toppin... You know, get some more easy baskets, getting getting loose. Everybody was saying Obi's unlocked. Obi, we like, like, had that whole. <laughs> <you know>? Yeah, <laughs> we remember his hands is going out and people was actually passing the balls when he was yeah. cutting. So, I I that part might be missed a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, but I do do like that. IQ can develop because yesterday, he started to see. You know, he started to go off on um and hit that, that that. That three-point shot from twenty feet behind the three-point line, right? He starts to hit that and they start to trap him. And to me, the next stage of his development is how to handle those traps. Yep. Once he starts hitting those long bomb threes. Mm-hmm. And once he starts to realize where the where the players are and where the players are supposed to be, once he starts to get trapped like that and how fast to move the ball, I think that's gonna benefit our team so much going forward. Um, especially if he starts to play with Randall. It's gonna be able to give Randall some more open looks, um, it's, and and it's just gonna have it's it's just gonna give a, another weapon to our team that we haven't had in a long time. I just keep I keep comparing them to Dame. Like he's like a little Dame in the making. If we yeah. if he gets the yeah, time yeah, and yeah. the reps in as a point exactly. guard, you know,
3: yeah,
0: yep. He just has to look at our other point guards like like um Derek Rose, you know, who who, who constantly um gives Julius Randall that little pocket pass, uh, and also even Franklin Lakina who does the same thing. Um, and also, even R.J. Barrett, too. You have to look at those guys who gives people the passes in the corner. He has, yeah. to, he has to diversify his passing a little bit to yeah. be more of a complete guard. But I do like that he's getting reps um, with the uh, the second unit as a, as a lead guard as well. You know what I mean? No, definitely. They're yeah, definitely. most definitely. Yeah. It's
2: right. a huge ROI. With, 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 with exactly. Quickly. Exactly.
0: It's like, you're going through some growing pains,
3: but in the long run, it's gonna help us. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. exactly. And the things that like, you know, IQ, like I'd rather him go through those growing pains now, like get it out of his system right now. So that, you know, when the second year comes, the third year comes, he's ready. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, pause, let me pause for a second. Let me acknowledge the chat. First and foremost,
0: sixty nine people watching. Shout out to you guys who are watching 42 likes. Let's get these lights buttoned up if you're loving the content, if you're loving the show, man. Um, please like and subscribe to the channel. Help us get seen a little bit more. We're starting to do these post-game live shows. I call this the after-party show. We're going to do this after uh, I do the show with CP and Ash. The next day, I'm going to be recapping the show with um, our, my guys over here with kot also raw and also many guests who's going to come in and help us recap the show as well so definitely like and subscribe to the channel as we talk nicks and also look out for our episodes that we do our full-length episodes we just break down what happens um on a weekly basis with the Knicks. all right so shout out to you let me acknowledge some super chats real quick as well uh shout out shout out shout out to let's see I see Michael. Shout out to Mike. Yo, shout out to Michael Parker. He sent two super chats. Shout out, Michael, man. Salute to you, man. Let's go. Let's go. Sir, first, he says a 5 dollar super chat. He says, salute my fellow Frank Hive members. Yes, yeah, salute, man. <laughs> Frank Hive, still here. Yo, Mike knows I was taking bullets over there at Knicks Fan TV for the Frank Hive, man. Everybody knows. Everybody. Vindication <laughs> is happening right now. Yeah. Vindication <laughs> is happening. With his two, two solid games and his one uh, good defensive game.
1: Awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still, I'm still, I'm, I'm still hyped about that. I don't care. I'm going over, I'm going over promote those games. All right, another $15 super chat from Michael Parker says, "Salute Knicks Nation, salute my boy, my bro Jay Ellis, and the guest panel." Not sure if it's been discussed earlier, but who do you feel the Knicks are going to pursue prior to the trade deadline?
1: Um,
0: huh. We can discuss. We're gonna dis- We'll discuss that. We'll discuss that. We've had that discussion a lot of times, but we'll discuss it again. (laughs) (laughs) We'll discuss that. We'll discuss it again since since you guys want to know.
3: Yeah. I'll say this though. With the way the Knicks are going at the moment, if the Knicks continue to win like this, I could definitely see the Knicks be like, you know what? Let's let's see if we can get a bit deeper into the pot and let's try to move to make a move for somebody else who can help out the team and potentially, you know, at least get the Knicks to like possibly a second round berth or whatever the case may be in the playoffs.
0: All right. If, exactly, exactly. You know, if you're new in the chat, give me the hashtag news I can shout you out and make sure I acknowledge you and uh, you can enjoy the show. All right? I'll give you a nice little shout out. Hashtag new if you're new to the chat. But shout out to everybody in the chat right now, UBG, Auto Mono Gene, Mark, Tele and Alejandro who is here super duper early. Uh <laughs> Space Jam Rose, called Cold all Earlier, Infamous King, um, Heck Brizo. Everybody in the chat, thank you for rocking with us and KOT on this day. No games. We just talking Knicks, Pistons yesterday. Also shout out to Heck Brizo and Dominique. He says Dominique says Rose with his minutes restrictions, his IQ being a rookie, he'd want Elf as stability.
1: Mm.
0: He might right. want. He might. He might want Elf as stability. It, it's just like who? Cause to, for me, right? If you're putting Elf back in the rotation, I guess the obvious choice would be Frank, right? You put Frank back. Right. Yeah. Frank Frank back on the shelf for Elf. But it's like, I guess, I guess, I guess what do you value? I guess it's more about what do you value? Do you value the spacing? Do you, do you value the potential spacing that Frank gives you? Or do you value that um Elf can probably give you a little bit more scoring um, on a night-to-night basis? But he's not even, it's not that much scoring, but it's a little bit more scoring. Right, but, I mean,
2: if it was me, I'm going to go for the space because you can get scoring from the space. The spacing out the floor gives you the – and, I mean, the defense that he provides is way better. Um, and, you know, on a good night, Frank can give us a couple of points as well. I, you know, I don't. I think the point difference between two is kind of negligible. Um, yeah, I would – I would, I would – I'll probably have um, Frank – in before I would have Alfred
3: Boom. yeah and I oh just just uh, sorry to cut you off but on my I'm just like saying that you know I feel the same way like if, if it was up to me like I would have the rotation the way it is at the moment and then I would be trying to ship off payton but you know I'm just being a realist you know it's dibs dibs love Payton, so I can't yeah, see I can't I, I, right, I can't I can't right. see I can't no, see no. a burning. I can't yeah. see a burning Peyton on the bench <laughs>
0: I might not be able to see it either, but I'm, I'm just hopeful. Because like, right as of now, right, if, if you're talking about, okay, more stability, if we get the Alec Burks that we've been getting these last few games, yes, yeah, um, then the st- stability will be there because it's not like, you know, because Alec Burks, this is what Alec Burks is brought here for. Alec Burks, he came to the Knicks from the Golden State Warriors. He was running some point guard there. He was also running some point guard with, his, with the 76ers, and he was able to stabilize the offense. Um, over there, especially in the bubble, he played pretty well. So it's not like Burks can't play that role like he mm-hmm. can. We saw we've seen that today when he had the 10 points in the 10 minutes. Yeah. But uh, he, like he's a scorer. He can bail us out for sure. I still, you know, we might need more reps, though, because, you know, the way the scoring is happening doesn't really always happen in the flow of the offense all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I would like to see some more set plays, some more some, some more pick and roll. Or just more passing off the pick and roll, and not just you know shooting, mm-hmm. to get Ob involved a little bit more. But that's what you know. That's what Burks is here for. So I, I understand that you know maybe Alfred Payton, he could be seen as a guy who can stabilize the second unit a little bit more. Yeah. But I, I think Allen Burks can do that too. But maybe
3: that maybe, maybe that's just me, not you know valuing the space valuing the spacing. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and I just want to throw in one thing right quick too. And the, and the reason why I feel like Frank works better. With this rotation, as as opposed to like rotations in the past, I, and the reason why fans been on him been, been getting on him so much, is because in the past I feel like the Knicks didn't really have people that they could depend on scoring like that. Right. So so that puts more onus on Frank, you know, with him running the point where okay, you know, if you're you know you need to help us with scoring as well, but now say with say Frank with the second unit, he has IQ that can score the ball. He has Burks that can score the ball. So, that's to, so that puts less pressure on Frank to really score the ball like that. So now Frank can more pay attention to the defense, which is his specialty. And the fact that he helps with ball movement and things of that nature, he doesn't hold on to the ball. He works within the fold of the offense. I feel like Frank can flourish in the role that he's in at the moment. It's just a matter of whether Thibbs values that more than, you know, getting his guy paid him back into the rotation. You know, it's, it's a matter of, you know, what Thibbs thinks. Now I definitely I agree with you there, man. I definitely agree with you there. And it seem it does seem like Tibbs is
0: starting to value Frank a little bit more than he was before. Because he's starting to see him in like end of game situations. And that's usually I mm-hmm. can kinda of tell when he trusts you or not. Yeah. Um and he's also kind he's also using him as a defensive stopper, which it seems like an obvious thing. To do, but our coaches haven't done that since he's been here.
2: <laughs> it's like they just had him on a leash for a little while. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's weird. It's like, wow, who'd have thought? Use your a wing your defender as a defensive, defensive guy. guy wow, a, like wow, Novel
2: idea, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully that's not fool's goal because you know, just hopefully that's not fool's goal and we f- we find a place for him. But I'm. I'm not holding my breath. If we if we trade Frank, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not, I wouldn't right. be surprised at all because, at least right now, there's teams who who probably will be interested in him. I could definitely see Toronto. I could definitely see Spurs, and other teams being interested in him. And and he he's showing he has value at least right now. You know what I mean? He, if, at least if it
2: happens bit. that way, I've, I'm and I've you know teams always have politics. There's always team politics. I'm like if that's the way it goes down, that's that's team politics right there. Yeah. You know. yeah, and it's just,
0: and he's expiring
2: contract too. Like this is last year, we would have
0: to resign right. him. So I ca- that's why I can see us making a move. because if, if we're not considering resigning him, we're going to move him so we don't lose him for nothing. You know. Exactly. So that's yeah. just That's just what business. That's just business. That's a, you know. That's yeah. Business politics. Is. Yeah. Whatever exactly. acronym you want to use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I saw a ha. Hold on. I saw a hashtag new in the chat. Wait. First off, I saw Brian Bazin, Shout out to you. you see hashtag OG. Okay. <laughs> shout, <laughs> shout out to you. Yeah. I definitely saw a hashtag new in the chat, and I want to shout you out.
2: Okay, drip more bass cuts. He's new.
0: What yeah, drip yeah, drip. Uh, shout out to you, drip more bass cuts. Hashtag new. All right. Ooh. Somebody yeah. asked us, "Where's where Kathy at?" <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yo, we don't know. We man. don't know, man. <laughs> She's,
1: like, She's
0: missing like Derek Rose is missing, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's find the
2: milk
0: carton. <laughs> <laughs> She's missing like Derek Rose is missing. I don't know. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> she says she might be back. She says she might be back. We'll see. We waiting. We waiting to see what Cat Kat, Kathy comes back. Shout out to Precious Neophyte. Oh, I like that name. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. Oh, Precocious Neophyte. My bad. Look at me being illiterate. Hashtag new. (laughs) Shout out to Mr. Mike. Mike Hashtag new. (laughs) Yo, shout out to Jared. (laughs) Past Noah's hashtag scorpion and the frog. That's a joke from Nick's Fan TV. TV. It's about a leopard not changing. Yeah. It's about tips not changing pretty much. And if you're enjoying this show, please hit that like button so you can help the channel out. Like and subscribe. We're going to be doing these post-game shows um, after after I do the show. I call it the after-party show. After I do the show,
2: after the show is the after party. Yeah, after the party. Yup. Yeah, no, none, no, none never mind. The hotel lobby? No, never mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after, after I be after I'm doing the show. After I do the show with um Knicks Fantasy TV and Ashley, we're gonna be doing these post game shows the day after, or if it's an early game, I'm gonna try to do these shows later that day. All right. So subscribe to the channel. You can catch the, our post game shows, and also we do weekly recaps. On here all right. so subscribe to the channel for the that content thank you for watching and supporting the nick of time show and and also for people who, who um send super chats man i don't get jordan's with the super chats all right we use the super chats <laughs> to build the channel to, to pay to pay fritz uh to build out the writing team to pay, to keep things running, all right? So the Super Chat is supporting the channel. That's where the money is going. So if thank you for anybody who's ever donated. You don't get Super Jordans
2: channel. anyway. You should be getting them Ewing's, We Well, you already yeah. know I don't rock Jordans. We, I already <laughs> had this story
0: where I'd only rock Ewings. you, when you I've never rocked a pair of Jordans a day in my life. And that's going uh, to stay that way, all right? We yeah, all know
3: that. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I rock Jordans. I ain't going to front. Oh, I rock Jordans. <laughs> I ain't going front. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I the bra button for you, Ryan. <laughs> but I
0: know some people rock Jordans in here as well, but I don't know. I'm judging you silently. I'm just kidding. All right. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before we get going, I'm ah, here we go. Brace yourself, man. It's, it's the time for the Manscaped commercial, so get ready to laugh, all right? All right, all right. All right. Paying some bills real quick. All right. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. We are in the n- thick of the winter and a storm is a- brewing. It looks like one or three inches are in the forecast when you trim that hibernation bush that's taking place in your pants. <laughs> that's right. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, our partners at Manscaped specialize in products to make sure that you're walking around town with beautiful snowballs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you get that trimmer 3.0 right where is my trimmer three point make sure you get that trimmer three point oh it's good in the shower all right it doesn't nick your knickers meaning it doesn't pull your hairs when you shave it has like <laughs> some a technology to make sure that you don't pull and hurt yourself and get you little scars and
3: stuff it
0: works in the shower it has an led light and your girlfriend's going to go you, out. all right?
3: Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Exactly. Yes.
0: She's going to thank you. Trust me. Keep that down there clear. You don't want to look like Fizzdale's fro. So definitely get your Manscaped Trimmer 3.0. And when you do that, you go to manscaped.com, and you type in K-O-T, and you get free shipping and 20% off, okay?
3: Yes, yes, yes. And don't forget, the secret weapon, the ball deodorant, go get the it. The ball deodorant. Yo, the ball deodorant. That
0: is the,
2: that's, that's the game changer, right?
3: it is a game changer. Yes. And
0: that's not even that's that's no cap. None of this is no cap, but I really I really like the ball the personally. Anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now back to the show. Let's we'll, we'll talk about um some let's we'll, we'll, we'll talk about something else, man. Let's talk about some unsung heroes, man. Orleans Noel, yes, has really been a gem for us. Yeah, uh, he
2: stepped up in a big way since mitch went down exactly big way big way. exactly he's
0: showing out like i know some knicks fans have been frustrated with him in the beginning of the season some people are like why do we even sign this guy um well this is why well <laughs> this is why like he's really shown out yesterday he had a stat line of eight points 11 rebounds two assists three steals and three blocks um there was a sequence, I think it was like even the second or third quarter where he just put his stamp on the game defensively where he just made consecutive defensive stands that led to fast break points that helped blow this game open. I think it was the third quarter now that I think about it. Um, yeah, and, and the, the Knicks are 6-2 since losing Mitchell Robinson according to Ian Bigley. Um, and New Orleans is, is, is he's stabilized that defense. He's been in foul trouble a few times. He's been playing over 40 minutes a game and he hasn't really fouled out and he's still been effective, man. What can you tell us about New the Lowell and, and his presence right
3: now? I mean, New Lowell is basically doing his job. You know, Mitch is out. So he knew he had to step up. He's going into these games, providing that same defensive presence that Mitch would provide in the middle blocking shots, altering shots, grabbing rebounds. He just being a he just being an effective big man and like Edson said earlier like, you know, his hands are getting better now. Like he's actually catching <laughs> the he's he's catching the ball more he's down low ball. and finishing at the rim more. So I like yeah. that too and you know, Nolas Lowell like he's definitely been a surprise. Like, you know, I didn't think that he would be giving us the production that he's giving us exactly. at the moment.
2: Exactly. I was I was concerned about that when Mitch went down. I was like, "Oh no." We have to play defense by committee, which we still do, of course. We we need to do that regardless. But um, Noel has really stepped up in a way that I didn't expect. Um, And maybe this is why, again, this is what they saw when they signed him. You know, he is an intimidator down low. Um, He's really good defensively blocking shots. Again, you know, there's always things that need to be improved. But I think he really stepped up in a big way and filled that hole. That we were expecting there to be when Mitch gone.
0: Yeah, man, a plus two, two, 2.4 net rating when the was on the floor um, for the New York Knicks. Um, also, man, as far as New Orleans Well goes, it's just uh, what I like about the um, Well is he hasn't been fouling and like there's there's little things that I still want Mitch to learn and, and, and this is not a knock on Mitch because I, I do love the, the trajectory that Mitch is. He's a special defensive player, but there's still yeah. little things that I, I want Mitch to do. That Noel does that helps us out on the offensive end, and to me, it's the screening. Like right? that's the main difference between me right now is the screening. Like he's able to set a lot more solid screens, yes. um, mm-hmm. to give guys a second or two more, um, a second or a second more or two to make decisions, and that helps out people like Derek Rose, who's been able to take advantage. Like as you've seen that. And one drive to the basket when he set the screen on, um, on Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, it mm-hmm. gives people like Reggie Bullock some time to to make a shot, and, and it just gives more people. It just makes the offense flow a lot better. And I'm just, I'm just excited that you know he's number five, He's number five in the NBA in block shots. And he's still not fouling out, and he's kept that he's kept up that same production with more minutes without fouling out consecutive games, and that's right. impressed me more than anything. You know what I mean? Definitely. <laughs> and yeah, he he just stepped up, man. He, he he just stepped up, and I'm he's he's. I don't know whether the Knicks are going to pick up anyone else. Uh, I don't know if they're going to wait because you know we're kind of thin right now with Taz Gibson going down with Mitch going down, right. So I, I don't know what the Knicks are thinking. I know somebody. I think I think the Man 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 show suggested Javale McGee, which might be a decent pickup.
3: Javale, yeah. McGee. yeah. <laughs> you know, no, but, but, but we don't need we don't need none of those trapped in the full moments no, 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 in no, New no, York no, though. None of those, yeah, keep keep that in Cleveland and or wherever. <laughs> right now. Just, just yeah, keep, it keep it Yo, over but, there. but
0: right, But the the broad picks would be lit though. Bruh <laughs> yeah, we, 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 uh, we, uh, we uh, have
2: about ten to twenty Javel McGee bruh picks. You don't want.
0: Absolutely, yo! Salute J! Yo, is J Boogie in the chat? I think I just saw J Boogie in the chat, yo. The J Boogie hit the. Yo, salute J Boogies in the chat, man. The closer, shout out to J Boogie, man. He, mm-hmm. He's a legend in these streets. On these, he um calling into Knicks Fan TV, man. Everybody salute to J Boogie. What up? What up? Yeah, all right, I, all right. I need, I need, I need an official J Boogie hashtag when he steps in the building. <laughs> <laughs> just hashtag the closer. Hashtag the closer, man. Shout out to J Boogie. Go. There it is. Yeah. There it
2: is that's it
0: yeah man he gave a nice little sermon at the end of the last game
2: <laughs> oh, all right okay. yeah you, know, you sure. made a good you made a good point man and, and i it's now that you mentioned i'm like yeah you know what his his screens opens up it gives the guards a little space to move a little bit and i think that pro- if they're you know that's probably the weakest part of mitch's game and now that he's been sitting out and like able to look at a game from a different perspective he might start to see the importance of that and and, and, and start doing that. I think if he adds that, that's going to take Mitch's game to the next level.
3: Yeah, absolutely. yeah, most
0: definitely, yeah. Absolutely. All right. All right. So, you know what? Let's get into a little bit of of Nick's news or rumors, uh, per se. You know, we, we've talked about this a few times, Ryan, so I already know where this is going. Maybe I don't know if y'all heard our takes on this already, but we're going to talk about it, all right? Um, Walsh, recently reported, as of yesterday... That um, <clears throat> Victor Oladipo is a person of interest um, for the New York Knicks as well as the Miami Heat. All right. Now mm-hmm. we we've kind of already known that already. We already know S- Scott Perry's love affair with his old players. We already know that. Um. So we already knew there was something there, but you know when what we say is it says that you take it a little bit more seriously, just a, mm-hmm. a tab more seriously, right? Um. But here's the thing, there might be interest. Interest doesn't mean that we're going to pull the trigger at the trade deadline. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that we're definitely going to bag him, but it just means there's interest. But so you you still have to take that seriously. But um Ryan, I already know your take on it, but some people might not hear it. So what is your take on Victor Oladipo to the Knicks? How do you feel about it? Is it worth making a move or trading assets for Victor Oladipo at this point?
3: Well, me personally, um Well, at the moment, he plays for a bad Rockets team. I think the Rockets lost like 11 straight or something like that, so they've Mm. been falling lately. Mm -hmm. Um, He hasn't been shooting well this season, even though he's averaging 20 points per game. Right. I just feel like at this moment, like, I'm not sure how Victor Oladipo fits in with this current Knicks roster because I feel like the way he operates on the floor is similar to RJ Barrett, and... Right. I'm, I'm not sure how those pieces connect, really. So... I'm not going to waste my assets on player that I feel like he's not going to really like add to the dynamic, like the dynamic play of the team, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, and um, and, and I just want to add that, like if the Knicks are to go after somebody, I would rather be somebody who's a more consistent shooter to increase the spacing on the floor and give players like RJ Rose, etc., more space to operate in the paint. So that's me. I, Victor Oladipo. It's it's one of those moves where it's like if the Knicks make it, I'm like, eh, it is what it is. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bash it, but at the same time, it's like it's not one of those moves where it's like I feel like the Knicks have to do it. Like it has to be made. Like I'm 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 co- I'm cold on it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm cold you're on cold it. On you. like, yeah, you're cold on yeah. Like
2: what you go ahead go ahead. No, I definitely don't think it's a move that needs to be made. And I think we you know the Knicks should stay away from getting a name just to get a name. Like you said, like. It, it, it's it's a, a lateral move because we have an RJ already. Um, what are we going to be getting for it? What are we giving up? I mean, you know, we we have people that we want to ship off, but it's like I, I don't I don't think it's a necessary move to get Victor.
0: Yeah, I don't agree. I I agree with you at this point. Here's the thing: like talent is talent, so he gives you 18, 19 points a game, and you you appreciate that it gives you 18, 19 points a game. But at the same time, he's shooting twenty nine percent from three. Um, and as Ryan was saying before, he works in the same spaces that RJ shoots. They, they're kind of both are kind of a mid-range guys. Yeah. So you, you don't want to have – you don't always really want to have redundant pieces all the time. Now, here's the thing. I'm not, It might it might work out. There's a chance that it can work out. I can see a path where Victor on the Knicks works out, but I'm not willing to move a piece – to find out if that's true because it doesn't right. look like a seamless fit on paper. Right. And when I say the chances it works out, it's really dependent on our team because as we have been talking about lately, our team has been, you know, percentage wise, we're shooting better from three. We've moved up to 13% from three in general. Right. So if you think of, if you're saying, you're thinking about that, you're like, all right, cool. Who are we plugging Victor Oladipo with? We're, we're, we, it would be Reggie Bullock, right? It would probably be Reggie Bullock for Victor Oladipo. Right. Um, but um so so I guess I guess really what you're saying is um if RJ Barrett keeps up his three-point production then it might not hurt as much and then it may, it might make sense because you have a, a couple of guys who can play making RJ Barrett and Victor Oladipo and Julius Randle right cuz you know Victor Oladipo can play make right so I, I I feel like his fit with the team really depends on whether RJ and Randall are real from the three-point line, mm, um, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So if they are real sense. from the three-point line long term, then maybe I can see a path where that can work. But is it a is it a um straight up perfect fit? I'm not sure.
2: You gotta you gotta force it in there. Though. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't think it's like a perfect fit. Which is why I definitely would say, definitely no for the trade deadline. Um. That might be a move to make in free agency, but that's not even yes. the first move I will make. I'm I'm Ryan. with Ryan. I would more go for a guy who was a short sure thing from three. And I remember Jay Boogie Jay Boogie, you dropped the bomb, Jay Boogie, and left a few a few uh <laughs> streams ago. <laughs> when you talked about um Ryan. Name is escaping me, Ryan. With my bad memory. Cool. Gary Trent Junior.
3: Oh yeah, Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: we, we've done two shows about Gary Trent Jr. since I'm Jay Boogie. <laughs> 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 so thank you for that content. We've broken down the contract, and maybe we should go after him in, in free agency and offer him a, a deal and see if, <clears throat> and see if Portland can match. So
3: I definitely like the Gary the Gary Trent Jr. idea. I'm definitely come yeah. around on that if that's possible. And and, and to just because I'm looking through the chat right now, I, I've seen um who is it, um Harrison Barnes. Oh, mono. Yeah, mentioned Harrison Barnes. Now I would have to see how much years is left on his contract, but Harrison Barnes I wouldn't mind, because Harrison Barnes can shoot from three. Yeah, and he would and he would provide this spacing that I think the Knicks needs. So Harrison Barnes I wouldn't mind if the Knicks actually made a move him, But I would have to see how much years left on his contract, because I know he has like a like a five year, ninety million contract, like somewhere around there. Yeah. When did he sign that though? Because I'm I'm I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah, that's jumped, what I'm saying. I like I gotta like I, I, I see. How,
0: yeah. But yeah, you know what? yeah, check that out. Check that out, um, um, Ryan. How long is contract? Uh, also, th- realize yo C J McCollum, the C J McCollum contract we talked about last time, Ryan. Um, he's not an expiring. Yeah. That's actually like a four or five year f- deal. So he's not an expiring. Just to let you know, but I do like. All right. I do like Harrison Barnes. I like the idea of Harrison Barnes. I like his game. So it dep- to me that depends on his contract and what he's looking for as well. Harrison Barnes bought a a nice bag. So, um, he maybe he's more willing to to win right now here's the thing here's the thing right here's the thing that's happening now with julius Randle. um for the first time in a long time we might have a star or a person and a culture here established that can attract other people here Mm. right this might be in the works, especially depending on how the rest of this season goes. It can be, it can solidify, you know, our legitimacy in this NBA. So if we keep if we're keeping this up and Julius Randle keeps this up and we end up in the playoffs with this squad, um, I said this before. Price that's when price tags start going down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: You know? and, and and to just and to just like talk about Harrison Barnes' contract, it's a re- it's a reasonable contract. He's four years, eighty five mil. He's gonna be. It's two years left in his contract, and I think next season he's earning twenty mil, and the season after that he's earning eighteen mil. So his contract is reasonable.
0: Okay, his con- All right, his contract is reasonable. It's more about whether the the team feels like they're going anywhere, um, with Harrison Barnes in their future. And they—if we trade them, we probably have to give up like a, a pick or something. So I'm wondering if like a Reggie Bullock in a, a few seconds or something would do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I doubt it, but
3: <laughs> I mean, we could try. We could try. Like, <laughs> I'm
0: not giving up a first for for Harrison Barnes. I will tell you yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I'm not giving up a first for Harrison Barnes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But that is something. That's definitely something I would look into. I mean, we also have. in cash space, so we're able to make a a little bit more moves than anybody else right now. Um, But, yeah, I like Harrison Barnes. I I mess with Harrison Barnes. Josh Hart. Josh Hart as well. Josh Hart is a killer, dog. Yeah,
3: I like Josh Hart, too.
0: I love Josh Hart a lot. It's crazy because, like, the Lakers, back in the day when the Lakers had their, their squad, they had... If you look back before that LeBron trade, they had a lot of talent, man. Yeah, a
3: lot of young talent. <laughs> yep, yep.
0: It's one of the. It kind of almost reminds me of Isaiah Thomas a little bit. You know, I'm talking about mm. the Knicks Isaiah Thomas. and You know how they drafted yes. all these players? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, David Lee, Nate Robinson, da 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 da. And then
2: every other places. Right, right.
0: Then they surround. They spread out and they go to other places, and they play well. And you're like, oh wow, I now see what he was doing. When he was drafting. Like, yeah, kind of. You kind of see that with the Lakers, but even to a, a greater extent with Julius Rand- the way Julius Randle and um, Ingram is producing at this level. Yeah,
3: because I mean, if you if you look at it honestly, like the players the Lakers have, like D'Angelo Russell's playing good, Lonzo Ball's playing good, um, right. Josh Hart is playing good, Brandon Ingram Brandon Ingram looks like he's a damn like all-star going on superstar at this point <laughs> right. julius Randle is playing really good he's an all-star right now so it's like yo all that young talent the lakers had imagine if they kept those pieces and just Ooh. allowed them to develop over time
2: yeah
3: right but i mean you can't you can't really argue because lakers are now a championship team so it's like you can't even you can't even really be right. mad at them for trading them away anyway so
0: yeah, right. and you know what's funny ryan i can foresee the knicks doing something i can foresee i can foresee the knicks being in a similar situation
3: right because
0: when, it, when you're talking about Julius Randle and timelines of winning, like let's let's just say hypothetically we end up keeping Julius Randle, right? We end up keeping Julius mm-hmm. Randle. It, we don't just pick up his option; we actually extend him. When, once you actually extend him, you're saying we're starting to build for it. We're, get, we're we're starting to go for it. When you're starting to go for it, that's when you start to to trade younger pieces for uh, stars and things of that mm-hmm, nature, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then we have all these picks coming we have all these picks coming and some of these picks might stay and some of these picks might go. So I can see a situation like in a few years, like, and we talked about this on our last um, episode, Ryan, Obi Toppin is a prime candidate to be shit because of the, you know, the trajectory that, that, um, Randall is on right now. We can see, I can see an instance where like somebody like Obi Toppin or Knox, they might feel like they're not fitting the timeline. And then flirts with mm. somebody else, yeah. And then they'll go, "Whoa, remember when the Knicks had Knox and Obi Toppin?" And <laughs> right, right right, <laughs> yeah. right, right, But it'll be like five years later. yeah, yeah. But depending on how we do with the pieces we have, <laughs> we'll make it hurt or not. You know what I mean? Right. Just- yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Like if we're in the Eastern Conference Finals or something like that, it happens. It's not so bad, so bad. Yeah. But it, if if we do it, then it, and then we bottom out, then it's like oh, same old Knicks. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Salute to the chat, man. Chat is going off. Shout to the chat. We 113 no, strong here today, right man. All right, all right. Jay Boogie says Kawhi. You think, man? Co, I would love Kawhi here, man. I'm not going. Call- Co, that's
2: expensive.
0: It's expensive, but I can see Kawhi, and I can just see t- Kawhi and Tibbs just getting along. Yeah, of course, of course. I
1: mean, but the only
0: course. the only thing I would think say though is. Kawhi ain't going to be, Kawhi's going to be on some load management. You know what I mean? Kawhi's, <laughs> Kawhi's going to be on load management, and Tibbs is going to want to play him 48 minutes. Yeah, Tibbs don't play
3: no load management. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Load what is that? It, 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 it's, it's not even just that, though. Like, if Kawhi comes, he's, he's going to come with demands because he got to remember, when he went to the Clippers, he was like, I ain't come here unless you trade for Paul George, and then the Clippers had to give up, like, six first-round picks and players to OKC okay, to even get Paul George. So I feel like if Kawhi's to come here, Kawhi's gonna be like, well, I ain't coming to, t- I ain't coming to let you trade for this, you know, and trade, you, I'll let you trade to get this player to come here. Right. And then the Knicks I mean will have to be giving expensive. up a boatload of assets to like bring another assets. player to come with Kawhi. And and absolutely, absolutely.
2: absolutely.
3: Yep. I, I do see,
0: Fournier. I know we talked about Fournier a few times on this show, uh, Ryan. I can definitely see. I can see the mm-hmm. Knicks going after Fournier. I can certainly see, see the Knicks going after Fournier. A guy, who can shoot threes. Um, he can play make a little bit. Defense is not that good, but he's another playmaker and definitely mm-hmm. outside. The only thing is, the money and the injuries.
3: You know what I mean? Yeah. The money. I and do have a question though. What's that? What's that? Was he here when Scott Pay was in Orlando? Yes, he that was. Would explain it. Yes, he was. Yeah, that. Yeah, yes, right, he right, was. Right, that, and I was. I, I, you knew. It. Yo, the telepathy. You knew where I was going before I was going yeah. there, man. That's what
0: happens when you do mad pods together. Already, you already know where I was going. Word. <laughs> exactly anybody from orlando where wherever scott perry has been is going to be on the radar you have to you have to notice that man i'm i wonder if he yeah sure sure let me, me, me give this chat a shout out man because the chat is the chat is going off right now 118 watching could be any in the world but you're here with us in the kat show we're re, we're recapping this pistons game um now we're just talking about the trade scenarios that people are suggesting try to chat, having a little bit of fun with the people so shout out to dominique uh shout out to beanie shout out to ifinus new king shout out to nick em up jean mark precocious nearby I, I just like saying your name uh, <laughs> j boogie uh mr mike and yeah everybody else andy Garcia, out or anybody any if i if, if i missed out i'm sorry i'm sorry
3: Um, yo yo matter of fact i like that name though nick him up i like that yeah nick him up. i like that nick him up
0: (laughs) cody emmanuel says how about kyle lowry guys i would love kyle lowry here i just not sure if he's coming here i feel like i feel like that's a i feel like okay I feel like we're going to have to give up a first to get Kyle to get Kyle Lowry, right? And I think I don't think we're in a position to give up a first for an older player, right? Because I feel like you give up a first for an older player if you're one piece away from a chip. Mhm. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. If you're giving up a f- if you give up a first, I f- I feel like you need to get somebody in the range of the 25-26. Because at least, you know, if you're giving up a first, then if you're considering it, then, you know, that person is going to be here and be in his prime for another four or five, five years. Right. So even though, you know, Kyle Lowry fits skill set wise with us, that window was only one to two years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, it's, and yeah. the window was just too I'm- short. Go ahead, Ryan. I yeah, not,
3: I'm. I, yeah, just I yeah, I just want to add that um, and then on top of that, yeah, I think you also have to take into consideration that the Raptors' general manager is Masai Ujiri. Oh yeah, and, and he's gonna, <laughs> and, and, and he <laughs> hates us, man. Yeah, and and he's gonna be tough to deal with. So if the Knicks are going to even attempt to get Kyle Lowry out of Toronto, it's going to take a lot, and I'm not willing to give up a lot for Kyle Lowry. Oh, man, I know Stassen.
0: How many times have we been fleeced in deals with Masayo? Ex- and, and Coming from the the, the, the the mellow trade to. Uh, I,
2: I, Just way too many.
0: At this point, I, I, I really think Dolan is afraid to even deal with <laughs> Masayo Jiri. I think I remember actually reading that at some point, that Dolan is really afraid to deal with him. Wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I don't even think Dolan would even consider dealing with him out of fear because he knew what happened last time. <laughs> <laughs> took out cookies you can't admit that Um, mm. uh, Jay Boogie says Kawhi is not signing his, his extension and this year he has a player option he's going to opt out to sign up to 35% of his salary cap anywhere we got 52 mil next year we can afford him and then some really hmm yo Jay Boogie I'm not I'm not turning down on Kawhi Leonard if he wants to come to the Knicks I'm not I'm just not sure if he wants to come if he if he wants to come i'm I'm with it like i'm saying right now if we end up making the playoffs and i said this before on Knicks fan tv if we end up making the playoffs with this team especially if we still have our cat space that's when opportunities start to open up that's when free agents want to come here you know what yep. i mean that's yep. what happened with brooklyn so i'm so i don't know how possible it is but last year i was saying it's impossible that a, a, a star like Kawhi wouldn't come here this year. I'm saying, eh,
2: maybe. maybe.
0: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not jumping out the window like, oh, but
2: right. maybe
0: possibilities are opening up. We'll see how we'll see the possibilities open up at the end of the season. Where we are as a record, a record, with you know, we're mm-hmm. still New York. Yeah, right. You know, we still we still have the the of New York. gravatar of New York with the running record is a is a big deal
3: in the city. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And to be real about it too, like. To be honest, like, I would rather the Knicks wait to free agency because if the Knicks continue playing, playing like the way they're playing now, maybe we might just be able to attract the all-star free agent to come to New York where we don't even have to make a move.
0: I mean, that's the best-case scenario. That is the best-case scenario. Like, the only the only way that... That would be great. That would be definitely great. Maybe we can pull another, another star here. Um, the only thing that could probably stop that is if, you know... Some players like to get paid so they like so because players like to be paid sometimes they like to do sign-in trades you know yeah so they can um get their get their their uh their raises for being on that same contract you know what i mean so that's the only but um still even with that scenario even with that scenario the price tag Might be a little lower just because the player is forcing his way out to a a certain team. You know what I mean? So there's still a little bit more leverage in negotiations if that player decides he wants to leave. You know what I mean?
2: makes sense, All
0: right. (laughs) All right. All right. salute, salute to the chat. Everybody's rocking with the KOT Show. Hit that thumb up button if you are enjoying the show. Uh, I'm about to wrap it up. I just want to give y'all some shine and shout out to everybody in the chat because the chat is lit today. Um, Yosin, come back, man. We here. <laughs> 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 we just started doing these post game shows, so I and I just started promoting it more heavily because I started getting used Like you know, I wanted to make sure everything was right, right before I really started promoting it. <laughs> but we starting to do these more regularly. Um, I keep saying this after. This, we call this the after party show. After I do the show. With cp and ash and expand tv the next day we'll we will be recapping um the show i mean the game before all right and if the g- if the game is on earlier that day we'll be recapping that game later that night if it's like an early game okay so please come back if you like the show like subscribe to the channel we also put out weekly recap shows where we review the team for the week or we just talk about general topics okay so shout shout yeah so, salute to everybody. Shout out to Howard Prince, Telem Alejandro, Jean Cheriel, Jean Mark Rich, Jim, Pre- Precocious Neophyte, Cody Emmanuel's been rocking. Cody, man shout, man, shout out to Cody, man. I have, I have to keep. Cody has been rocking with KOT since we were like recording in, in, in the attic <laughs> yeah. three years ago dog <laughs> and pushing us hard on multiple platforms yeah man. <laughs> yeah yeah three years ago before 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 i even met cp and before all that stuff man so shout out to cody emmanuel man crazy yeah yo nicks for life hate no haters shout out to you man this is great content our Knicks team i support all Knicks platformers i rather develop the players we have and continue to grow and hold on our picks for the right move players that join our, our boys and contribute. Yes. Now I make That's sure. So. I mean, I can't even, I can't be mad at that, man. Like I said earlier, we've been growing from within this whole year. Like we've yeah. been looking for shooters to join this team. And we've been developing shooters right under our noses. Right. Yeah. Julius Randle was at 35, 36%. All of a sudden he shot up to 30 to, to 41, 42%. 41, yeah. RJ Barrett was in the 26% at three points as a three-point shooter early in the year and now he's at 34 percent, and even reggie bullock is he's trending up as well from 32 to 35 at this point so we've gotten better from within so i can understand that stance and i can't even at this point understand staying packed at the trade deadline and maybe just taking on a dead contract and getting another pick so maybe we can flip those picks in the package somewhere later i can see that happening as well so um Scenarios on the table, man. I don't I don't want to make a move just to make a move. I just want to make a right move, you know? I'm trying to, yes. I'm trying to win. I'm trying to win. All yeah. right. All right. All right. Let's wrap this up by talking about the you know, pre-preview Nick the New York Knicks are going to be facing the the Spurs. Mm-hmm. And then right after the Spurs, we're going to be facing the Detroit Pistons. Uh I just saw some news that says the Detroit Pistons game the um, Detroit Pistons are supposed to be playing a game, but that game is being moved, so we're going to be getting Detroit on a back-to-back, so it's, it's going to suck for them. All right. <laughs> uh, well, it sucked for them the
2: other
0: night. Yeah, yeah, it sucked for them the other night, but it's yeah. going to super suck um, the <laughs> last night before. Pause. Before the last night of the, of the hey. season. <laughs> um, any thoughts about the Knicks versus the Spurs?
3: I, nah. you know, what's this
2: right
3: now 17 and 12 they are fifth in the western conference
0: yeah the West was, the west is the west is always <laughs> tough man fifth in the West conference is is no joke yeah um I expect a <gasps> battle um yeah pieces okay. I know we talked about this earlier Ryan, before we even come on in patty Mills uh their young pieces are playing well. Yeah. Um, yeah. eight people in double figures, scoring in double figures. So they play a, a brand of team basketball that we're gonna have to keep up with. So we
2: we's re- gonna be a tough that's definitely gonna be a, a tough game for us. If we win that, it's gonna yeah, most be definitely. a close game. It's not gonna be a blowout. Um I'm I'm Mr. Positivity. I'm gonna go out I'm gonna go out on a limb. Uh I'm gonna say I'm, I think I'm gonna win that one. I think we're gonna win that one. I we're going to win that one. But it's
0: going to be a close game. Yeah, I think it's a chance we're going to win. I think it's a chance. It's yeah. a chance. It's a chance. I think this game more than other games is going to really depend on our bench. like Because we were talking about, like you said, Ryan, they have eight players who plays in double figures. So, you know,
2: yeah.
0: two average in double figures. So, guys like Quickly and Alec Burks are going to have to be on the air game. they going to have their hands full. Well, yeah, most right? definitely. I'm hoping that we'll be able to move the ball a lot better than we did on our last win versus the Pistons. Especially mm. if our shot isn't falling, because you know these guys are gonna play defense. You know, That's what
3: the yeah. Team, so
2: and they're and they're very disciplined, like most Spurs teams are. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge, but I feel like we it's not a challenge that we can't overcome. You know, if we do, if we if we keep if we stay in our bag, and we keep being consistent with what we have been playing defense. You know, and even though the ball movement um in the Detroit game wasn't great, overall the ball movement has been better. So again, if we can yeah. think, do those things, like we have a chance to
3: win that. We every- yeah, and now I just want to add that this is definitely a game that's going to be a test for the Knicks. Yes. And both units and both units are going to have to play well because, like we said, the Spurs have eight players who score in double figures. So you know that the Spurs have scoring in their starting lineup and they have scoring from the and bench as well. Yep. So both units are so both units are going to have to play well. And honestly, I think an X factor in this game. Is gonna be Frank because he's gonna to have to shut down somebody on that Spurs team yeah. to help keep the Knicks to help keep the Knicks in the game because having eight players who can score double figures, I mean, they got eight players that can get, get buckets. Somebody has to get shut down to give the Knicks a better chance to win that game.
0: <laughs> nah, absolutely. <laughs> the team defense, like when you have eight players who can who score at that level, that means the team defense that could be have to be on point. That means the yeah, switching exactly. and the rotations defense, have to be on point. So, you can't just rely right, and we know that's what Frank nothing. does. Yeah. Um. And that might be again we missing we miss Taj a little bit too because I do I do feel like Frank yeah. and Taj had a pretty good synergy on like when to switch, um, when to rotate, um, and, and and like and like how to play a good team game. Um. But we're really gonna have to have our defense on the string that game. So that's definitely something to look out, look out for. But if we win, there's a possibility at the end of the season with a five game winning streak, and we're gonna need every win we get, considering the second half of the season is brutal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when we're gonna have. That's where we're gonna make our name. We're gonna make our name in the second half of the season, where we, there's like a lot of, you know, back-to-back games, games with one day in between, um, and ending on a wild road trip. With winning West Western Conference teams for a six-game tr- tr- uh, trip, so we. we we need to take care of business right now. Give us uh, some cushion, uh, pump our chest up, so we can end this team, with, end this thing exactly. with a win into the All-Star game. All right. And then Julius, yes, use this all-star game to recruit your future teammates to the New York Knicks. Right? Guys, <laughs> follow
2: the, follow the in the footsteps of LeBron and Dwayne Wade and do some Jesus. recruiting, man. Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Exactly. Like you know you saw you know we saw tapes of KD and Kyrie kicking it in the hallway, like, yeah, yeah
2: just chilling, k-
0: k- 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 like <laughs>
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Chop
0: it up with quiet and these guys. Kawhi yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. were Kawhi and Bill and Levine. Yeah, Levine, Levine. Your contract is, is is expiring,
3: right? When you yeah, love exactly. to be in New York with Tiz, reunite with your boy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah,
2: Force a trade. Friends know? of the playground, bro. Yeah, come exactly. on.
3: Exactly. Yeah. You know, you know, you know. The first time around, you know, Dips ain't really like you because you know you were still developing. But you know now, you know, you you a big man now. You know, you, you. you. Hey. Exactly. You all star now, man. Exactly. Tip's <laughs> gonna love you now, man. Tip's gonna love you. Facts. And then
0: when you're in the game, like don't eat, yo, yo, Jewel, don't even score. Yo, throw Levine like a few lives. You know this. Exactly. This, could be, this could be you. This could be us. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this could be yeah, us. Playing,
0: bro. This could yeah. be us. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man. All right. That wait. I got. We got one more super chat. I have to acknowledge. Um. From Rudd, who sends a $5 super chat. It says, What's hey. good, y'all? Y'all think Tibbs going to do. Which I think Tibbs is going to do when Peyton is back. Rose has better chemistry in the starting lineup to me. Yeah, we we did we definitely yep. talked about this we earlier, but. I with you. We will talk about it again for you. Uh, salute to you for the super chat. The, the money's going to go to help build the channel. So thank you for everybody who, who uh, contributes to the Nick Time show. All right. So, I was saying earlier that. As much as Tom Thibodeau loves Alfred Payton, I, I do believe he loves Derrick Rose more. I, I like think that goes against <laughs> me. There is a history. It's like it's like having you know, it's like it's like oh, you got a new girl, but you get that old John always has a special place in your heart, and that's oh, and that's what it is right now, man. He's gotten him MVP. He's gotten him to the East Conference Finals. He knows who he is, and he, he's cons- consistently gotten the best out of Derrick Rose throughout his career. So I yeah. feel like the trust factor is built up, and Derrick Rose will be remain the starter, especially considering his um, his uh his synergy with Julius Randle. Man, the pick and pop has been going pretty effortlessly with between um Derrick Rose and Julius Randle. Also, he's been passing the ball at a higher rate than Alfred Payton has. Like even the game he had with the Indiana Pacers, those two those threes that RJ Barrett hit were a direct pass from Derrick Rose, you know? Yeah. Alfred Payton would have pass, wouldn't have passed him the ball. Alfred Payton would've would have drove and seen what happened. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean he's just he's just a better fit. I mean, it's obvious he's a better fit outside of his relationship with Tibbs. Let's say that was not on the table, he's a better fit. It's added that he has a great relationship with Tibbs. So, I think he's going to stay in that spot. I think he's going to stay in that spot. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think
0: my That's... stream is acting crazy right now. So, it's a time to end it. Because I think the yeah. internet <laughs> is saying <laughs> it it's note. time to end the show.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, that is our show. Thank you, guys, um for joining us. Um, When is the next game, guys? The next game is...
3: Uh, let me check. The, the spurs game is
0: on let's check that out I,
3: I, I want to say Tuesday but I'm not 100% sure yeah I just I, I just want to let the people know when the next uh post game will be for us um it's the tomorrow. next game is yeah tomorrow, tomorrow. yeah tuesday yeah. so next
0: game is tomorrow that means Wednesday yeah yeah we'll be yeah. back Wednesday around the same time 8:30 all right for the KOT post game so definitely check us out Wednesday 8:30 to talk Knicks basketball with us, all right? Yes. All right, all right, all right, cool. So, you know what was, what, what, oops, I'm sorry, my bad. Went to, all right, so, all right, Edson, let them know where they find you, man.
2: You can find me everywhere on social media, at Edson Sean, that's E-D-S-O-N-S-E-A-N. I'm also on TikTok and Clubhouse if you're on there, so follow me. Um, I have a single out right now called Love Is. Because I do believe that love is the only thing that matters and exists in this world.
0: All right. Yeah, yeah. He's a talented artist. Aye, aye. Um he, yes, he, sir. He, you hear his voice on the intro. Actually his boy um um B D three does the intro. Everybody because it's, it's Big L, it's not Big L. It's, yes. it's, it's, <laughs>
2: I'm I'm gonna tell him that.
0: It's B D three
2: and that's Edson Sean <laughs> singing. But yeah, 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 it's a big L sampling it. That's why they think that Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I, I, I get
0: <laughs> it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alright, and you know you can find me too. You can find me uh, on, and it's, if you want to find me on Instagram, JLS Draws Things, I do artwork, I'll, I draw, I do logos, even though I don't freelance now. Uh, yeah, the KOT logo, yeah. Um, I do sets, the KOT set. Did, I did the Knicks Fan TV set as well. Websites, merch, I draw, so JLS Draws Things, if, if it makes sense to you, that's why that's how I draw things, alright? So definitely follow mm-hmm. me on Instagram if you feel like it. Also follow us on The KOT Show. On Twitter, the Nicked Time Show on Instagram, and the Nicked Time Show on Facebook as well. And also, read our blogs at thenickedtimeshow.com. You can also get our merch there as well as these KLT hats, t shirts, and other types of paraphernalia. All right, all right, man. Where can they find you, Ryan? You got to tell them where to find you, bro. Yeah, you
3: can find me on Instagram at Sergi is Chilling. G
0: is Chilling.
3: That's S I R G is C H I L L I N. And you can find me on. Twitter at Ryan G K O T. That's R Y A N G K O T. All right, all right. Also, I, you know, I saw
0: Nuggie Fresh in here early. I always have to do the Nuggie. Shout out to Nuggie Fresh, man, in the building. I saw you early, man. My bad. I meant to shout you out, but I escaped my mind. That is our show. We are out of here. Peace and also shout out to Worldwide West. Shout out to World Wide West.
2: Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess.